The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to How to Survive, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like falling out of a window. Or a crocodile attack. Or too much pot. Nope. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like losing your lunch. Or getting lost in a garden. Or Mm. going green. You know what? I want to play the theme song, don't you? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna survive. Wait, why is it eight and eight? His name was six and six, wasn't it? Hail Hitler, H H, eight eight. Oh, H H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. Okay. Yeah. Got oh it. yeah, thanks for explaining that. No, I, just I knew pretended. it, and then I forgot. Not I comfortable knew. how quickly I could rattle that off. No, I, I, <laughs> hey, yeah. welcome to our show. Are we on? We Should are. Start? Yeah. Okay, we've started. We just we were just light, hit, on. light Hitler talk little, before getting into our show. A little white power um, stuff. We were pretending that the symbol on Garen's hat was white power. I thought it was a snail. Then he said it was. Explain what you said it was. It's the symbol. No, no, don't say what. Just say what you said to me. Oh, I said it's the Hidden Leaf Village symbol. Okay, so when he said that, I was like, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I just kept thinking it was white power. Yeah, but Hidden Leaf Villages. It's the anime. city from. From Naruto that Naruto and his friends are from. That's anime, anime, right? Yeah. Just bought something, a Naruto something for a uh, kid, not a my A child, own. yes, yes, probably. Eleven, an eleven, was it an eleven-year-old? Six. Oh, okay. I knew it was, it was six. Okay. Oh, wow. It is entry-level anime. Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But you like it. I do, I enjoy it a lot. That said, once I became aware of it, it's everywhere. It, it is everywhere. It seems to be. Do your kids watch Naruto? No, they did, but I, they were younger. <laughs> They've outgrown it? <laughs> yes, I think They've so. They've outgrown this uh, thing that Garen has on his hat? Yes. Teletubbies and Naruto. I think <laughs> my kids' Christmas list probably matches Garen's wish list. Okay, very good. <laughs> okay, so my weekend was spent throwing up. Um, oh, you poor thing. So I saw Chris. Was it that story I told you about Benjamin? 
<laughs> it made you sick? I'm going to ask you about that in a second. Well, here it is Tuesday. I drank Saturday night. I still don't feel 100%. So yeah. I'm not really sure what's happening. Yeah. But in any case, tell, now then I asked, how did your time go? Because I knew you were going to do something fun after I saw you. So we went to <laughs> Descanso Gardens. Which, uh, if you don't know, if you don't live in Los Angeles. It is a beautiful, uh, big walking garden Gorgeous. area. It's got all these different areas. It's very pretty. And then over the holidays, they have something called Enchanted, where you go when it's dark. And they yes. have all of these amazing light displays. Yes. And you get cocoa and you walk around and you just look at the lights. And everybody loves it. Every age loves it. Yes. You can't not love it. All of Old them, people love yep. it. Little kids love it. You know, millennials love it because they can do Instagrams. You know, Gen oh, X love it. Oh, God. Did you see a lot of that? I didn't see a lot of oh, that. Oh, good. But good, I'm just good, saying, good. it's like, I don't think there's an age group that's no, like... No, 100%. It's, even it's, even it's, tweens. Teens, yes. they, they complain about going. Okay. Oh, why do we have to do that? And oh, then did they, they? Oh, yeah. And then they get there and they're having the time of their lives. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. So go get your tickets. Go to Descanso Gardens. We did it last year. It you got to do it in advance because it sells out. Every yeah. time, every time, every day. Every time slot, yeah sells out except the super late ones because everybody has little kids so we go to Descanso. we meet our friends who live in santa monica we don't get to see them enough and they're delightful and our kids have known each other since they were like one years old oh so they have two girls one's like a year older than alex and one's like a little bit younger so they like the three of them just are like a little you know oh, gang cute. of hormones and you know just like <laughs> lip gloss the three of them just are a little gang and benji of course is up ahead. Okay. Always. Because he loves to just go ahead. Okay. He always does. I think, I think he just likes to be alone with his thoughts. Oh, okay. You know, he wants to go think about fishing <laughs> and Fortnite. <laughs> he just Which wants you to... can do in Fortnite. You can also Oh, Fortnite. can you? Oh, yes. do, you, do you know who's in Fortnite now? I heard, but The I guy remember. from Family Guy. Yes. Peter the Griffin. Dad. Peter Griffin's in Fortnite. Big news, everyone. It's all... <laughs> and someone else. The talk in my house. I just saw someone else. Oh, anyway, I don't know. Doesn't matter. So he's is that ahead. what you call a cross promotion? Fishing in Fortnite? Or, no, oh, Peter, Peter Griffin, Griffin from Family and, yeah. Guy. I I guess because you know that guy from Family Guy needs more money, so <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have enough. So um, he's going ahead of us. It's fine. He always does. We don't care. Whatever. And you know, we're going through the different light displays. There's one that has. <laughs> you would have liked this, Danielle. Had all these um, modern interpretive dancers in full silver bodysuits. Wow. Doing modern dance around the light display. It was okay. very stunning and, you know, a little wacky. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, oh, this could be Danielle doing, like, modern dance. This and is my new This is be my new career. Your new I'll career. Just join Nutty Dance. Uh, God, I would love things. that. Yeah. And I had to, I had to, I'm morally obligated, or legally, I don't know, really, to... Pretend to Alex that I was under the impression that we were supposed to, as people coming, <laughs> join the dancers. And so I, I was like, it. I think we're supposed to join. And she was like, no, you're not. No, you're not, Mom. And I was like, no, I think that's why oh they do it is because they want people to come and dance with them. And she was like, do not. Do not. Like she was just dying. I was never going to do it. But I just like to put her in these situations. <laughs> You know what's so funny? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this the other day because I have found it delightful when Oliver gets like appalled at something I've said. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's fun. Because my dad 
does the same thing to me. Yeah. And I don't know why he, I was like, why does he like think it's so funny <laughs> when I'm like uh, annoyed by something yeah. he said? But when Oliver does it, I think it's hysterical. I was just, it's like I do it to entertain myself and it's yeah. terrible. I'll just say something really dark yeah. and Oliver will go, oh, mom. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh so hard. Okay, so you did the same thing. So I was thing. doing that, and then um, the thing that was great about it was that there was another like light display right next to that one that was the same thing that didn't have dancers around it, mm-hmm. and there was a lone <laughs> woman <laughs> yes, doing it. Yes, And yes. so I even kind of had some evidence backing me up like right behind me, and I was like, look. like, And she was like, please, Mom, please, Mom. And her, the two other girls were kind of like you could tell they were – not sure what to make of it, you know, like because they didn't. It wasn't their mom, so they didn't have any skin in the game. And Benji kept going, "Do it, do it, do it." Oh and my god! So of course I didn't. I I just like to kind of. So she tease nev- her. she never catches on that you're joking. She never knows because sometimes I am and sometimes <laughs> I do the thing, you know. Like so, she never knows what to expect. Um, you know, so we keep going, we keep going. Benji's running ahead, and then we catch up to him. He's running ahead, and we catch up to him. He's running ahead, and at some point he runs ahead, and then. We don't catch up to him. He's just not wherever we go oh. next. So we're fine. It's like, I'm like, it's fine. You know, we'll catch him up to at, uh, up to him at the next one. You know, the place is huge, though. So I was going to explain for the audience. It's extremely dark. Yes. It's, it's extremely big. And it's not like there's just one path. You could take other paths. You can go all kinds of directions. Right. So then at one point, we're going to head off to another you know, installation and the girls want to stay longer. And I say, that's fine. You can stay with the dads. Okay. I'm going to go ahead. You know, I just haven't seen Benji in a while. <laughs> and Alex goes, Benji's lost. Oh, and I was like, no, 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 no. no. It's he's not lost. Everything's fine. <laughs> it, like inside. I'm not, I'm never worried that like anything has befallen him in the sense that like somebody's taken right. him. It's like a million parents. I don't think that ever. Right. I'm more like, you know, he's maybe bummed. That he hasn't seen us in a while. Like, yeah. he's just on his own. I don't think he's scared. I think he's just like, oh, it'd be nice to be with them. But she's immediately, like, really stressed. Mm. So I have to kind of be like, everything's fine. So now she's worried. Are you worried? Are you worried, Mom? I'm like, oh, no, I'm not worried. So I'm now in, like, sort of calm down Alex mode. The dads, Sven never has even realized that Benji has not been with us for a whole long, long really? time. Because he's just been talking to Greg in the back the whole oh. time and just thinks Benji's with right. the moms. Right. So we're walking lo- along different avenues. Finally, I send the dads to go look for Benji. Mm-hmm. And me and the mom and the girls go back sort of towards the front. I say, let's go look in the area at the entrance where you buy cocoa and right. where the gift shop is. Maybe he was like, I can't find them. I'm just going to go to the front and wait for them. He's not in the gift shops. He's not at the cocoa. And and now Alex is kind of like white hot panic oh, and crying. And oh I'm like, no. it's fine, honey. So I stop and there's a guy with a walkie talkie. And I say, can we go back out and come back in? He's like, sure, it's fine. Oh. I said, you know, I just want to check and see if my son's out there. We haven't, you know, we haven't seen him in a little bit. I say, oh, if you see him, if you see a kid that just uh-huh. looks like he's not with his parents looking around like he's looking for people. Well, then he goes, what's he look like? Uh-huh. And so I tell him and I show him a picture. Now he puts out like an all points bulletin oh my God. to every person like on his walkie talkie yeah. who also has a walkie talkie. Yeah. And it's a thing. I'm sure they have to deal they, with this. Which and, they have to do, right. I guess. Which I wasn't 
like intending to I do know, it all. Yeah. So now Alex really thinks it's an emergency, which oh, it's shit. totally not. But she, in her mind, is like, now, now it's a real emergency. And she's like, do you think, what if he's not okay? What if he's everything? And I'm like, it's totally fine. Oh. So while we're standing there, like the woman who's the director of, I guess, missing children <laughs> comes over and is like, tell me what's going on. And I'm like, it's, oh, he just ran ahead of us. And she's like, we always find everyone. Right. We find every child. And I'm like, I, I'm not worried. He's not two. Yeah. He's, he's 11. 11. Like, yeah. I go, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Alex is crying. I'm like rubbing her back. I get a text from Sven. I found him. I'm like, okay, great. So I said, Alex, we got him. It's cool. But he comes up walking with Benji. Benji literally looks like he's asleep. You know, he's like all groggy and kind of like has his head down. And he comes up and he goes, I fell asleep. Come on. (laughs) You're kidding. So he goes, yeah. Um. So when I didn't see you guys, I went into this pavilion because they have this big pavilion where it's another place you can get drinks and snacks. You yes, might remember I remember it. that. It's yes. like all lit up and charming. He goes, because you always said if I didn't see you, just to stay put. Oh. And he goes, so I knew I should just stay put. He goes, and then I just lay down. I got tired and I thought they'll come find me. And I just probably hope I wake up in my own bed. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. So he lay down on the bench and fell asleep. Like, that's... I mean, it's just like a fairy tale or something. Like his sister is panicking, yeah. and he's just literally asleep. Asleep on a bench. Did he have, like, five soccer games that day or something? He did have a huge soccer game okay, that so day. So he was wiped He was up. tired. But I just thought that's so indicative of, like, how different they yes. are. Like, she's having a heart attack oh, poor and baby. sobbing. And he's just like, they'll find me. And I'll probably wake up in my own bed. He's For so now, logical. I'm just going to crash and do what they said I should do and wait here. <laughs> so did Sven find him or did yeah. the APB? Okay. Amazing. Yeah. So he had to go wake him up. <laughs> yeah. He was like, hey, wake oh, up. Oh, my God. That is so cute. <laughs> so then did you go directly home or were you still we did. stuff to well, do? They, they, the, all the kids wanted to go into the gift shop. And the kids were kind of like, well, we were scared and lost. So we should be able to get stuff. And I was like, no, you're not getting anything. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Wow, that's expert manipulation right there. Right? They're is good it, at that. Is, is there, are there um, Christmas decoration? I mean, in the gift shop yes. during Christmas, is it ornaments oh, and it's stuff? It's like Christmas explosion. Yeah, I it's, might want to go It's now. cool, though. Like, they do have all these little, like, birds and owl, like, yeah. ornaments. It's really hard not to spend money in that gift shop. Yeah. But it's also like, here are some ginger honey lozenges in a cute right. jar, and it's $18. hundred, yes. So you kind of have to go. Lots uh, of tea towels. Oh, it's birds, bar- yeah. Tells, yeah. It's all kinds of cuteness. It's pretty adorable. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh my god, he's 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 Goldilocks or something. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's bench is just right. This, yeah, <laughs> this uh, it's so cute. Right. Oh my god. So yeah, I mean, it is funny that like he would get lost because that is so typical of what happens well speaking of being scared we should probably get mm. into today's topic i don't really know what it is i'm i heard words but i didn't know what they meant guys i learned a lot okay oh you know what i forgot so i was gonna play a voicemail okay and can i just put it into this microphone why not yeah you probably just put your speaker right all right there. so guys i'm gonna play this it does have to do with our episode Okay, it's not just your mom saying you left something. It's not. It's from, it is weirdly from someone I know who works in Ohio 
and hires bus drivers. Uh, I need to know if you hire. Sorry. Uh, well, I think you is. As long as you don't do a drug test. <laughs> this is for I'm driving good. children. I don't do drugs. I smoke weed. <laughs> I won't smoke at work. I'll smoke uh, on my break. That's it. What? But not while I'm driving. I'll save it for while I'm driving home or to work. <laughs> oh, okay. I never smoke on the Safety first. So now we got that established. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go and fill out this application. You hire me. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. Let's do this. Already, I'll fill out the app. When you see the name, hire me. And no, I don't do drugs. I smoke weed. <laughs> That's it. Oh, but I love kids. I'll protect them. And I'll make sure we don't wreck. For real. Because I've never had a wreck in my life. So there's that. <laughs> Check the driving record, buddy. All right, I love you. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you and working with you. And uh, I love you. I want you to have a good day. Stay positive. Don't let anything get you down, okay? Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it because you can do it. Unless what it is you is... You are worth it. And you keep your head up and smile. Have a good darn day. <laughs> that's He's hired. That's amazing. <laughs> you you can do day. anything unless what that is is driving children and you smoke pot on the reg. Is that kind of the best thing you've ever heard in That's your life? That's fucking amazing. Do we think there's any chance that isn't real? That has to be real, right? I think it's real. I mean, I'm I'm I mean, gonna, he's high. That's why he's yes, out of his saying he out loves, of his, out of his he, mind. He but loves like the person. You kind of like root for the guy. <laughs> 100%. I mean, I'm not I don't I want just, him to drive just, my children to school. I just school. like that he doesn't think his break is on the clock. Yeah, I'm only going to drive high to get to the school bus. Right, but then I'll somehow be sober. And then I'll drive the kids. I get high my break. <laughs> that was hysterical. I love yeah. that so much. That is chutzpah. Yeah, it made me really happy when okay, I Okay, so that. that has something to do with our topic. Today, we're going to talk about how to survive greening out. I don't, is, I, I'm assuming now that has something to do with pot. Have you heard of this, Karen? I've never heard this term before. Okay. I had not either. And so when I heard about it, I was like, well, we have to talk about this today. So it's actually taken from the term blacking out yeah. when you're, you know, have, when you've had too much alcohol. But it's when you've smoked too much weed okay. or vape or maybe had it in a gummy. Mm -hmm. um, you can also there's so many ways you can get weed now. Mm -hmm. You guys know a lot about this, <laughs> Garen. Um, patches. You can do a transdermal patch now. Oh. You can do a dip in your lip. Well, wait a second, yep. wait a second, yep. wait a second. A dip in your lip? You know how people used to dip? I know, that's the first route to cancer. Why would you do that? You can do, people People do it all different ways now. It's weird. A lot of it has to do with, I think, when people want to fly and they don't want to, and they're not allowed to take weed. Take a fucking gummy. Well, yeah, but maybe they don't want to. Maybe they want to dip their lip. Ugh, you can do so it like disgusting. a Kool-Aid, you know, like powder, so you oh, can drink really? it. Yeah. Um, pills, of course. So, like, if you go to a concert, of course, I and you want to take it as a pill because maybe you don't want to be high when you're figuring out your tickets, and you don't want to be high when you're trying to find your seats. 
Oh, you mean it's a time release? A time release, but plus okay. also it doesn't stink up the people you're sitting next well, that, to. Okay, so that is what I say every time I go to a fucking <laughs> concert now. Why aren't you bringing gummies to this concert? I don't understand why people are smoking pot in public. It's so disgusting. Well, I do think for some people, not, I'm not defending them. I'm all, I'm saying it's a controlling amount thing with gummies. Some oh. people are well, when you smoke it, 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 it's going into your system faster. Mm-hmm. A gummy can take like two hours. Well, then do it on, I, like this yeah. guy. Do it on the way yes, there. I agree. I don't I it don't want to. It's so annoying to me. I don't like you have a solution now. Yes, I agree. This is not the 70s. I agree. I don't like the. I, I don't I don't mind the smell, but I yeah. get it because I, I, I really don't like the smell of cigarette cl- smoke close to me. So if it bothers you like cigarette smoke bothers me, oh, I, I, I would be really bummed out to have somebody smoking yeah. next to me. OK. Uh, oh, candy. Uh, chocolate. I've had mm-hmm. it in chocolate. Beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. oh, you can also put it in your butt. Suppositories. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Why are we inventing new ways to get high off of pot? It's not a complicated drug. I don't, I don't think not... we need it that way. Well, you know, <laughs> here's here's why. Do you want to hear why? Which yes. actually, when I heard it, I was like, that's amazing. It actually originally was for women's uh, vaginas because of period pain and endometriosis because it releases all of that in those areas where they have so much pain from, uh, you know, some women have really intensely painful yeah. periods. And then they realized, like, for other people, they started putting it in their butt for more, like, uh, sex things. Hmm. I don't understand. Wait a second. So you're saying, okay, for first of all, if you put it in your butt, it will... That it's closer to your uterus and vagina, so somehow that'll well, make no, you no. feel better. Originally, the suppository was vagina. Oh, okay. For okay. the endometriosis and the period pain. Oh, okay. But then they were like, "Oh, we can also put this in our butt, and that makes that area like higher, more loose and nice, oh, and like, like anal, and like, it makes everything feel better." Okay. And and so they were like, "Let's make things feel better down Isn't there." Isn't that what poppers are for? You know, animal nitrate or something. I don't know what poppers do. Or I think that's isn't that a, a yeah. It, it is. was a drug in the gay community. I don't yeah, know if it I've still ne- is. I've actually never okay really used them. Really um, used them. You've somewhat used them. My old roommate had them, and he's like, "Try this," and I smelled it, and I was like, "Oh, that's disgusting." Oh, is it gross? Yeah, it's not okay. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't get what it does. All right. Well, there was so. also remember vodka ta- tampons. Yeah, for a while. I mean, you can get drunk from your vagina. I, I just guess. don't understand why people need to invent new ways to do. Maybe they just you know sometimes people need to amp things up. It's like a serial killer. I they guess. start with kittens right. and then it's beheading. You know, yeah, sorority girls. <laughs> it just we need to amp. Yeah, some people need to amp. Uh, we don't all need to. Some of us just go from like you know. A small craft to a quilt. Like, yeah. we stick to the things right. that are legal. That wasn't a good analogy, but I just, <laughs> that's all I could go from. All right. So, what does greening out feel like? Well, my research led me led me to a website called Destination for Teens. Oh. Guess what? Uh, adults have not figured out how to talk to teens yet about drugs because this website had the picture of the coolest teen I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, I mean, she was like all morose looking at her phone, like listening to music and real she was cool. Aspirational. Is what I was saying. like, if I was in eighth grade, I'd be like, who is that? How <laughs> can be I her? be friends with her? <laughs> right. We're going to smoke pot together in the church parking lot. That's so um, funny. And she's like listening to the Smiths or whatever. And then here's the text, guys. She was like, yeah, she was an advertisement for greening out. Marijuana, also known as cannabis, is becoming increasingly popular among teens. Hmm. Marijuana, also known as cannabis, is. Oh, I already read that. 
Teen marijuana use can lead to unhealthy patterns of behavior and even addiction. Teenager, teenagers who abuse marijuana are at risk for a condition called greening out, which occurs when someone takes too much marijuana and experiences unpleasant side effects such as vomiting and dizziness. Mm. If you or someone you love is experiencing a teen marijuana use disorder, you may need a teen marijuana addiction treatment program. So greening out is is an incident. It's not a cumulative. It's it happens at yes. It's like um you overdosing to, yeah, like in one it is. in one instance. Okay. I found some better info than that website which um gives some more descriptive information. Um it can last a few minutes, a few hours, Ugh. but generally after 24 hours you're okay. But okay. I mean, can you imagine 24 hours of being too high? Here are some Oh, here's this is I'm going to get into some stuff that's kind of horrifying, guys. Okay. People, and it's a lot of men, young men, Mm -hmm. are increasingly showing up in emergency rooms from greening out. Really? With serious symptoms, panic, anxiety attacks, passing out, rapid heart rate, something called cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, which is, I'm going to talk about this later, guys, and you're going to, you're maybe going to shit your pants. Um, (laughs) You actually might, Danielle, just because of what you're going through. Right. Uh, here's some signs to look out for. Paranoia, nausea and vomiting, loss of coordination, dizziness, lightheadedness, pale skin, slurred speech, Ugh. dry mouth. I mean, I feel like Danielle can relate to this. Take like we're taking medication to prevent a lot of these yes, symptoms. Right. Like I don't need to take something that no. gives me those things. Well, this is why I never liked pot to begin with, because I just got the paranoid Same. Part. Same. Like, yeah. smoking pot always yeah. made me so paranoid immediately yeah. that, no thank you. It wasn't fun. Okay, some common symptoms, which is, I guess, a little different than signs. Uh, heaviness in the limbs. Mm. Mild hallucinations. Oh, my God. Pass, right? right. Uh, increased heart rate. Lowered blood pressure. So these are physical, like, viable things they can oh this one this is the worst you may experience the spins remember that feeling when you drank too much the feeling of vertigo and nausea when you try to put your foot down remember that was always the thing they tell you to do (laughs) put one foot down Mm. was that something people told you to do no i just remember having the spins while i was laying down in bed okay did you have spins vertically like you were up like laying down in the bed and then you have to put the foot like if you put your foot down on the floor okay get ready for this okay All right. If you've been smoking weed. Oh, how can you tell? How can you tell if you're greened out? All right. So if you've been smoking (laughs) weed, consuming edibles, vaping, marijuana, or dabbing. Mm. Okay. Do either of you know what I mean when I say dabbing? Mm -hmm. I thought I did, but now. Not this. Not the dance. I I forget what dabbing is. Holy shit, you guys. I just learned about it. I thought it it was like acid. I thought you dab acid. No, dabbing like is, it's just a different way to smoke. I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was wrong. You've not done it, have you? Yeah. Have you? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I don't want you to do it again, okay? Because I'm going to uh, tell you why. Okay. All right. It's a way to ingest THC in an insanely concentrated form. It's concentrated into a wax and then inhaled, okay? Oh. It has about 80% THC concentration, Okay. And one of the uh, methods that is most frequently associated with ER visits, according to Stanford.edu. Okay, so 80% compared to 10% to 30% in a joint. Oh, okay. okay. Like, think about, like, if I take, like, two hits off of a joint, I'm so high, I, I can't handle it. Right. But I could take, like, one milligram little gummy and be fine. Yeah. 
and like be like, yeah, I like this. So that's the difference. And then 80%, 80%, okay? So what a dab is, you you take it out of a dab rig, which looks a lot like a bong, okay? But they uh-huh. tend to be clear glass and have like a science lab kind of feel. So if you can imagine like Beaker and Bunsen from the Muppets, it would look good. Sorry. Nope. That's not. I would never tarnish the Muppets with marijuana. All right. Saw my face. I'm so sorry. This is disgusting. You. I said this. Okay. Yeah. You know what's better? Breaking Bad. It would fit nicely in Mr. White and Jesse's lab. Okay. So it looks like a bong, but it's uh-huh. all glass, like beakery feel. Okay. Okay. Meep, meep. So what are the long-term <laughs> effects of greening out? Okay. It depends on potency, amount, rate, consistency. It's consumed. Okay. Everyone reacts to substances differently, especially if other health conditions or substances are present, right? Mm -hmm. Here we go. The common long-term side effects of greening out are still being discovered. It's known that having a marijuana addiction, also known as marijuana use disorder, which, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, you can't get addicted to marijuana. Guess what? I've been around people who are. I mean. And it can fuck you up. I, I feel like if you're doing it every day, well, are you choosing to do it every day or are you addicted? I mean, who, who's to say, I guess, but it certainly seems like an addiction. I've seen a lot it. of kooky paranoia and mm. really oddball behavior in people who should really cut back. Right. Because it's still a drug. It's not. Listen, we need to learn about moderation. Yeah. In anything. In anything. Yes, it's a plant, but that doesn't. This is these are these are ways it's being consumed where it's no longer in its natural form. Right, cocaine's it, a plant too. Yeah, doesn't mean we should just snort an eight ball a day and be like, right. "This is good for me." All right, here we go: memory loss, learning impairments, difficulty regulating impulse control, lower IQ. The list goes on. Okay, so I'm not going to go through. Well, you didn't explain what the, I don't understand what the uh, wax thing is. The dabbing. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're getting it through this little pipe situation yeah. it looks like a bomb bong not a bomb oh you put the wax in there well it's like a little tiny i think it's a, a lot similar to hash it's like a tiny little it's a little piece of like wax little sticky piece yeah. right and you, it, the, and you the, get the, it really hot that's the real dangerous part is that it has to be dangerously hot to use because you have to be burn heat up this thing and then Touch it and it'll smoke out, and then you smoke this. You suck the smoke out of the bong. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. Okay. So how do you avoid greening out? Well, don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, you can just not get high is one way. Right. I'm. I'm. P.S. I'm not advocating people don't get high. I think it's fine to get high. I think for sure some people need uh, marijuana medicinally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids need it for cancer treatment. Adults need it for cancer treatment. People need it for chronic pain. I've used it for chronic pain. Please. But they're it's, not dabbing in the children's yeah. unit of the hospital. Right. Well, there's a lot There's a lot that's dangerous that I'm going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> I don't deny anyone their medicine. Be careful. Okay. Beware of what you're ingesting. Go to a reputable dispensary. Buy quality products. Start with a small dose, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and know your tolerance. Okay. Know that like with edibles, it can take an hour or more for the effects to kick in. Don't like eat one and be like, it's not doing right. anything. Oh, don't do your drugs alone. Mm-hmm. That's why. Why do you think I keep pressuring you, Danielle? I don't want to do it by myself. Gotcha. Uh, I can't get Sven to do it. Um, so peer pressure is a good thing. I'm kidding, you guys. We want you to have a safe person in case you Something know. Goes, oh, exactly. Oh. Like Danielle. Yeah. As Kermit says, it's not easy being green. Oh dang! Oh, she brought it back. Shit, I did it again. <laughs> All right, but what happens if you didn't follow the advice of starting small? Instead, you dabbed with some stranger. Mm-hmm. You know, you met. Like in one of those meetup groups. 
you know, like, you know, they have like West Side Dabbers. <laughs> and you like thought it was this. You thought it was dabbing right. the dance. And then you get yeah. there and then you were like, oh, shit, I'm too embarrassed to say what I thought this was. So then you dab. You thought you, thought you were joining one of those dance crews. Yes. And then you're like just way high in an Applebee's parking lot and you can't handle it. Right. Um, first is what you should do. Drink a bunch of water. Okay. Text a safe person. Mm-hmm. If you even have one, I don't. I don't know if you have a safe person. If you're going to some meetup in West LA, you gotta have at least one safe person. I hope so. I hope you do. Um, you just lay down in the parking lot. Don't get in a car with somebody, even if they say like, "Oh, my seat reclines all the way back." <laughs> don't get in that car. <laughs> Go to a an expensive garden and fall asleep in it. Yes, like my son. He was safe. Oh. Here is a useful tip. If you are too high, smell crushed black peppercorn, oh. which is thought to have terpenes, terpene properties that may reduce some of the uncomfortable symptoms. Interesting. Okay. How you go? How huh. you go? I wonder if that helps with other nausea. Try it. Try crushed it. black pepper. I'm, I'm going to try, try it. it next time I feel nauseated. Okay. Here you go. Seek out medical attention if you're really feeling bad right okay. call 911 mm-hmm. you know uh this is from sandstonecare.com if you think greening oh if you think you're greening out you may think that adding more cannabis will help to level out the side effects well then you're really high if that's I mean, what that's you are thinking. really living in another dimension uh nope don't do that <laughs> uh i think that uh we should definitely not do that no. can greening out kill you okay if cannabis is mixed with other dangerous substances, such as alcohol, opioids, or stimulants, the results can quickly become life-threatening. Mm. All right. Especially because it's hard for your, your as we know when we drink alcohol and do drugs, our um, <laughs> decision-making processes and our logic processes are lowered. It becomes harder to understand what your body's telling you. Um the cannabis can heighten the sense, uh, your senses, can cause extreme paranoia. Mm. So don't be afraid to seek medical attention or go to the hospital, right? Right. Okay. Here's when we're going to talk about the danger is the um, marijuana and the alcohol mix, right? Mm. Marijuana is the number one drug used by people who drink alcohol. Okay. Okay. While people may consider it harmless to combine the drugs, these two substances can actually lead to severe health consequences, right? The most life-threatening risk is the alcohol overdose, Mixing alcohol with marijuana has been shown to greatly increase the amount of alcohol a person ingests. Oh. Right? That's what's going to kill you. Here's the main reason, right? Okay. Well, I don't know if it's the main reason. Here's a big reason. Cannabis products are known to be anti-emetic. Anti-emetic. Do you guys know what that means? No. Okay. I, I knew this when I was a teenager because <laughs> all the teens in my group were like, you can't mix them. Because cannabis use makes it more difficult for an individual to vomit. That's why chemo patients oh, use it. Oh, wow. But when you drink, you need, if you drink too much, guess what? You, you need, need to, to throw vomit. it up because you have alcohol poisoning, okay? So it could potentially lead to serious effects when combined because you have alcohol poisoning, but you need to throw it up and you don't. Wow. So you can die. Interesting. So do not, do not party those two things together. There are a lot of other really justifiable reasons not to mix those two things together um i think that's the biggest one though jesus that's amazing so, i never thought of that i but would that say makes sense you know why not just uh 
not do that. So not only does it prevent you from throwing up, but it prevents you from wanting to throw up, right? It inhibits that. But I'm saying, like, you wouldn't be nauseated even. Correct. Okay. So, so you think you're fine and you keep drinking. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that, like... It inhibits, yeah, the vomit response. I also didn't know that people do both together. I mean, I, I know that now, but I... um. It never occurred to me that people would be doing that at the same time. It seems like two different kind of. It's called crossfaded. Oh, is that what that means? Crossfaded when you're mm-hmm. drinking and mm-hmm. they're both depressants, right? I, yeah. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, if we itself won't directly kill you, there have been deaths associated with cannabis products. Okay. This is this is all pretty rare. So I I don't want to be this like weed scaremonger. We're just talking about what can happen. But it's pretty unlikely. In a 2014 case, a 19-year-old Colorado man died after he ate a cannabis cookie, began behaving erratically, and jumped off a fourth-floor balcony. Oh, my God. Um, His autopsy reported marijuana intoxication as a chief contributing factor. Again, this isn't... Right. This is like an isolated Mm. incident. People don't do this. Um, Cannabis use can increase heart rate and blood pressure, and it can be a risk factor for some people who have pre-existing heart-related conditions... Um, after adjusting for a number of factors, including age, sex, diabetes, and tobacco or alcohol use, they found cannabis use remained an independent predictor of both heart failure and stroke. Mm. So I think what that's, we're just talking about um, the idea that it's not, it's, it's not this like halcyonic, perfectly safe wonder right. thing. There are, yes, it helps a lot of people. I I would much rather be around a person who's high than a person who's been drinking, but there are risks involved, and it's important to sort of know about them, and especially with um, the greening out stuff and uh, dabbing. I think it's important to uh, re- rec- recognize. Can I tell you guys a story? Yes. This is more like kind of a news article that has stories in it, um, but it f- I found it interesting. It connects to sort of the dabbing stuff that I was like, oh, no, as a parent, it scares uh-huh. me. Um, and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, this doesn't happen to my kid. Okay. One day in fall 2018, Bo Gribben began to vomit and couldn't stop. He threw up multiple times an hour from morning to night before his mother drove him to the hospital near their home here. I felt like Is- Edward Scissorhands was trying to grab my intestines and pull them out, said Gribben, then 17. Over the next nine months, Gribben went to the emergency room 11 times for the same problem. Severe vomiting and screaming at the same time that lasted for hours. When a physician assistant told him the likely cause, Gribben didn't believe it at first. He had never heard of marijuana producing a side effect like that. The only thing that convinced me was that it stopped when I stopped smoking, says Gribben, now 20. The condition, officially called cannabinoid hyperemesia syndrome, but now known to healthcare workers as scrometing, a mashup of screaming and vomiting, (gasps) has popped up with increasing frequency at hospitals in Colorado, doctors say. This is from NBC News, by the way. The ER at Parkview Medical Center in Pueblo saw only five scrometing cases in 2009. By 2018, the number has risen to more than 120, according to data compiled by Dr. Brad Roberts, an emergency room physician at the hospital. Reports of the syndrome doubled in two different ERs in the state shortly after legalization, according to one study. Roberts said the pressure of these patients strains hospital resources. Mm. When faced with people suffering from bouts of nonstop vomiting, doctors often order up an array of diagnostic tests to rule out other underlying causes. Uh. Cannabis has been consumed by humans for thousands of years, but relatively little is known about cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. 
The condition was first reported in scientific literature in 2004. The available research since then indicates that it stems from chronic use of especially powerful marijuana. A 2017 review of studies found that 97% of people who developed the condition reported using marijuana at least once a week. About 75% said they consumed regular consumed cannabis regularly for over a year. Da, 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 da. So this would seem to contradict the whole pot doesn't make you throw up thing. The authors noted that it's not yet known why some marijuana users develop cannabinoid hyperemesia syndrome and others don't. The fact that marijuana is used by many people to suppress nausea right. adds to the mystery. Okay, sorry. People who've had the syndrome say it can be alleviated with hot showers or baths. I read a whole other article about this and I thought it was really, it has something to do with the gut bacteria and the uh -huh. shower helping. Really? It's fascinating. Okay. But the episodes often continue until the patient stops using marijuana altogether. Scrominating cases have increased as pot has become far more powerful, mm -hmm. according to doctors. I think it has to do, well, I shouldn't say what I, this is what I think. It has to do with the potency. People who are yeah. using, like, who have cancer and who are using marijuana for vomiting. It's probably really it's, They're not using, right. <laughs> they're not doing 80%, right. you know. Experts say the marijuana consumed 20 years ago had levels of THC, the main psychoactive ingredient, of 2 to 3%. The uh. cannabis products now sold in markets like Colorado can have THC levels as high as 90%. Jesus Christ. Dr. Timothy Myers, the chair of the emergency department at Boulder Community Health, said when he first arrived at the hospital 18 years ago, it was a condition he never saw. Now I see it practically every day. Okay. Four Colorado doctors interviewed by NBC News said they've also seen an increase in the numbers of patients with psychiatric illness issues after consuming powerful marijuana. A 2019 study found that consuming cannabis with THC levels exceeding 10% increased the odds of a psychotic episode. Almost every day I see a patient in the ER who is having a psychotic break after taking high-potency THC. So there were multiple stories mm -hmm. about almost always men having schizophrenia oh. from the high-level uh, marijuana, the dabbing. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't bring any of those stories in because they were so disturbing. I'm disturbed just hearing about and it. And because this, there's just had a new study come out talking about the incidence of um, schizophrenia paired with this, but they're having such a hard teasing out if it is that oh. men who have a predisposition to schizophrenia are drawn right. naturally towards high-potency marijuana mm -hmm. or if they are their psychotic episodes are being caused by that. Right. They can't figure it out. So I didn't want to come in and be like, they, they can't figure out it's a correlation causation issue, right. but they are starting to think that it is a causation. Mm. So because the research is so complicated, I didn't, I decided not to get into it, but it is a lot of interesting research. If anyone wants to read more about it, I found it really fascinating. Okay. One woman, uh, Rep. Judy Amma, Amabile, a state lawmaker who represents Boulder, supported the bill. This is a bill to um, require those under 21 to visit to, to visit two separate doctors to get. It's about limits on who can. Um, it used to be 18 year olds in Colorado could amass mm -hmm. large quantities of pot, and now they're trying to make it 21 uh. because of so many young men coming into the hospital mm. with these either psychotic episodes or um, scrometing, and she lost. Uh, well, her son's alive, but he had a an, he has um, a schizophrenia uh, break to cannabis, so she's trying to uh, adjust the laws. And she and says it's, it's permanent. This isn't something that stops for her. I don't know. For some some of these men, it all seems to be men, mm, interesting um, young boys. 
Uh, some of them seem to be getting better after, but it takes Stopping. it takes a few years. Well, um, and some of them I don't I don't know that they do. Um, sorry, this is a little. Bro- I'm just trying to skip no, through some of it. Um, Bo Gribben is now sober and headed to fo- college this fall to study electronic music. He said he's clear eyed that what <laughs> happened to him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this guy's into EDM. I know this, this pothead. <laughs> How's he going to do that job without token up every once in a while? Good luck. Good luck staying sober. Good luck enjoying um, the music if you're. I know. High. Oh my god, that sounds like a punishment. I mean, either way to me, it sounds like a punishment. He said he's clear-eyed that what happened to him was a result of his own decisions, but he said the industry should be also be held accountable. I don't know if anyone needs to go to jail, but I think they need to be sued, he said. Um, well, it, it's, it brings up such an interesting question about legalization because, you know, I've always been pro-legalization and, I, I mean, for pot. And the idea was, well, if they're going to get it any any case, might as well get it in a controlled way. But from what you said, the numbers went up after legalization. So that's that's kind of interesting. Does kind of, you know, maybe maybe not all forms of pot should be legal. In other words, maybe a certain there should be a cap on the percentage. You don't, you know, sell coffee with two thousand percent caffeine in it. You know, just the thought. Yeah, I I mean, it's really it's a lot of interesting discussions. And I think we can have those conversations with nuance because we're capable. Well, we can't on this podcast. I don't think they can in the world. Right. Um, I think regulation's OK to yeah. say that, like, yeah, there. it's like, you know, like how we talk about guns. Like, yeah, I don't have a problem. I, I don't think anyone needs to hone an AR-15. Right. Like there's no reason. And so right. like I don't know that Sensible. like does anybody need to have that level of marijuana going right. into their system that we're having kids going with psychotic breaks that are sch- you know or schizophrenia that we can say, "Oh, maybe it's from the pot." Like, yeah. "Hey, maybe you don't need to have that right. percentage of weed." Right. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a really interesting um topic because I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. Um, And it also means I have to have different conversations with my kids about drugs because I always thought it'd be like, oh, sure, they're going to try pot. In my head thinking they're going to smoke a joint. And now I have to be like, here's the kind of ways of high you shouldn't get. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely valid. It's tricky. Well, we'll solve it during the break. Why not? Let's go. (laughs) We'll be back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Laura Everly's here. Hi, Laura. Hi. Uh, she's a director. 
Yes. You may Super have enjoyed impressive. her from directing American Auto, show we've all enjoyed and yep. are sad that it's not coming back. She has a uh, short film on the festival circuit right now starring Rachel Bloom. It's called Heritage Day. Um, congratulations on that. Yeah, that's really um, huge. I hope we're going to get a chance to watch it. And you were talking about another, was it a short film called MAGA, but it stands for... Oh, no. So, yeah, it's, um, I directed a spot, uh, but it was, it was a long spot for uh, Mothers Against Greg Abbott. Oh, my God. Known as the other MAGA. I and, yeah, that. I won a Webby. I like to bring comedy to advocacy, and I'm very passionate about the reproductive rights space. And it was about a 12-year-old girl who tries to adopt a baby. Yes. And basically, like, everything the receptionist is saying as to why uh, that would be a terrible that's idea. Hysterical. Is also why it's a terrible idea to you know, force a 12-year-old or 13-year-old to keep a baby that she doesn't want. That's great. So we kind of reverse engineered (laughs) the sad, scary reality. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I have a big announcement. Yes. Got a text from my dad. Yeah. He texted my brother Tom on it too. Not sure why, because he never responds to texts. And he said, big news. It's finally happening. I'm meeting a girl for coffee. Oh. Oh, Mazel Tov. That's Love good. that he still says girl. Well, <laughs> He's meeting a woman who's 80. Well, between said- 75 and 80. Oh, that's good. It's her, his age. Oh, yeah. He doesn't He doesn't usually, he's not interested in younger. But, but she better be skinny. Oh, she better not weigh more than 103 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my dad. dad. <laughs> Sounds like a cult yeah. Yeah. parameter. He is very, sp- she could, he well, hates. you know, you lose bone density at a certain age. So true, Chances true. are. You know, she might she and might shrink. Not shrink. Yeah, yeah not in Ohio though. Oh. <laughs> uh, the women when he was the brief time he was here, I think there were plenty of skinny women for him to choose from, but it was like they they intimidated him because they were so cultured and traveled oh. and educated and that was like all these women just want to travel. That's all they want to do. And I was like, Well yeah, I mean so how did he meet he this did, woman? Or how, how did he, on a dating app? Your dad does a dating app. Oh, That's impressive. When we were hanging out with him in Ohio, like riding the little trolley around the town and waving to Santa Claus, literally here's my dad dating app, dating app, dating. You're oh my kidding. god, scrolling, looking at women. Wait, why is there? I'm sorry, but why is there not a dating show for like senior citizens? Because there is I would, the Bachelor, just the Golden Bachelor. Just oh, there is. You don't, you don't know about the Golden Bachelor? <laughs> I don't watch The Bachelor at all. No, so no, it's no, all no, like no, older no, no, people? No, 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 no. You don't have to watch The Bachelor to know about The Golden Bachelor. I this don't know this. news. Oh, my God. No. Okay, great. Okay, I'm so glad they did this because I would watch this. Like they a did bunch a season, of like yeah. 70, 80-year-olds dating. You, yeah. It exists for you now. They did a season. Oh, I'm of, so it happy. Ju- it yeah. just ended. The guy was, how old was he? 75-something. I'm in a reality TV show like whole okay like, i just don't even well it's it's out there for you the entire season is, has just it's completed. supposed to be pretty heartwarming i didn't want i i, I don't watched, know much reality stuff but it's like they're the commercials i don't know what show we were watching it might have been like something on abc Par- right abc so, oh, but like yeah. literally that commercial of him finding love on the golden bachelor was yeah. every other commercial i mean i watched the first episode just to be in the conversation and um it wasn't for me but it was fine i mean he's he's he he seems very sweet, and uh, he's, he's a he's widow. Really good looking for his age. Yeah, he no, really just, is. I'm just more invested in these kinds of stories than I am in some like thirty something year old. Like I'm yeah. invested in your dad and the girl that he's. I'll meeting. let you know how like, it goes. Thanks. I mean, it's sweet. I'm glad that he's getting out because you say he's sort of you know in the house. secluded. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't go so out good much. for him. I hope he found a nice pickleball partner. Yeah, <laughs> I I hope so too. Well, that's I'll great. keep you. I'll keep you posted. 
That's great. And speaking yes. of like dating shows, have you guys seen Naked Attraction? I've wait. Is that the one where they slowly reveal their body parts? Yes, they start I've with their genitals. What? I've, no, it's British, right? It's British. Oh my god, that's bananas! Yeah, I haven't. Actually the first watched thing they it. show is their yes, bits? yes. So you don't see their face or anything, and the the person is like exposed to just. I mean, depending on their you know sexual preference yes. or the, if they're bi it could be you know a whole smorgasbord a whole yes charcuterie <laughs> what's your um, cheese plate look exactly. like exactly <laughs> and just you're just they're just looking at the genitals like close up and like and then they eliminate one by one <laughs> and then they like it, it, the they like more body parts get revealed like then their torso then the, like just like but like the face is the last thing that and and so do they wild. ask them questions about themselves while it's happening? No, eventually you just can physical. hear their voice, but it's like one. Of, it's like the last thing. So it's literally just physical, and the first thing is genitals. It's just genitals. But but, but people do this of elimination yeah. based off of like a whole slew of genitals. I on it, like I said, I don't watch reality TV, and so this was like you know going from like you were probably shocked. Yeah, like oh, I don't take Tylenol. Then like you take heroin. <laughs> right, like, yeah. I just like I just like dove yeah, right in, deep end. And it was like it was like a you know a train track, a train track, <laughs> like a car crash or yes. a train crash, and you just can't look away. Like I watched like three episodes in a row until like I just my brain can't imagine. I know hurt. some women claim that they really care about genitals. I, I mean, really like. That's the last part. No, I don't think anyone, I mean, I think there's shock value, but the truth is I don't think anyone wants to look at a bunch of genitals. No. I mean, they're like, oh, this is so great. Like, the <laughs> like is it? Is it? <laughs> it's oh so weird. God. It's so weird to have to pretend maybe to care about that. Yeah. Or maybe just, yeah. And they comment on it. They I mean, comment. I they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a very uh, it's a very tidy vagina, and I'm like, oh no. I mean, I think I do think men like breasts, but I don't think they care about them in the way that women worry about their breasts. Like, I think men are just happy to be with breasts. Oh, breasts are different than genitals. But yeah, you're right. Like, but I don't think men are like that vagina is ugly, so I don't want to yeah. be with that woman. I think it's like... It just seems like the strangest way to go, but... Okay. Yeah, if anyone's and, having a dark moment, it's on HBO. I, I mean, I might, have to, dating show. I might have to watch an episode just <laughs> to first. know what's going on. Okay, well, on the first half of the show, what did we talk about? On the first half of... Nope, I'm going to try that again. On the first... You get so scared every time you have to do it. Oh, like, can I do it? All right, on the first half of the show, we talked about how to survive greening out... And now we're going to talk about how to survive going green. Lara? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you have a story for us. I do. I absolutely do. So, yeah, I was, a you know, a kind of early adopter trying to be, you know, as environmental as I, as I could. I had a first generation Prius back in like 2003. And there was this, the year that we... Uh, got our first house. Mm-hmm. I also, now that I had a garage, um, I wanted to get my first electric car. So mm-hmm. I leased a Nissan Leaf. And um, we also got solar panels. And I was like trying to, you know, like really, you know, this was the year I was going to go green. We were going to like do our part now that we actually had a home and we had choices and we had right. more options, right? Versus apartment life and yeah. all of that. Um, so it's also the first year that I become a mom. So I've got a, a kid, um, and the, the leaf was like, and I know it's gotten better. So okay. like not trying to throw like a ton of shade, <laughs> but just like a, a little bit of shade. But at the time 
the range on the car was 80 miles or something, mm-hmm. like 85 Oof. miles. Like, yeah. that's it, right? Was it a plug-in? A plug-in. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, like, not ever. this was, like, 20, 2016. So, like, people had electric cars, but it still wasn't just, like, oh, there's charging stations. Right. Ever, it, you know, was still a little bit newish. Um, and so, anyway, I, I made a lot of choices, by the way, in this story that I would never do now. Like, I look back at myself, <laughs> and I'm like, who... That's sort of the premise of our show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a part of it's like, really, the story should be like how to survive, like not having boundaries and then learning (laughs) them is really kind of the story. But like, so um, I had this. So I had a kid, you know, my, I had a kid, he was really cute and he had accident. We'd kind of accidentally gotten him into doing a couple of commercials and Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. It was like, it started when he was really little. We sort of got thrown into, um, this Ford commercial for the Olympics and it was like a big payday and like we like set up a college account because of it and I was like you know what this is great like why not (laughs) if he's like this cute Gerber baby just like throw him in a couple of things um so anyway well that's what I always say like get the kid in before they have before before they can be scarred yeah 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 right just make the money for them and then enough right yeah 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 exactly and I was still acting at the time, and I had this acting teacher. Again, this was like, what was I thinking? But like, I really looked up to him. I was probably like under some sort of like a l- little bit of like a spell that like acting teachers like, yeah, sometimes guru. cast on their. You were in yes. a cult. I was like in a quasi cult, and he was doing this feature, and he wanted my baby to be in it, and he pitched it to me like um, like a modern day Raising Arizona, mm-hmm. but with like a you know there was like a queer element, and I loved Raising Arizona. Of you know, I grew up in the eighties, like whatever favorite film so I'm like okay yeah sh- sure why not whatever right I just like also want to be on his good side of course side. and does the baby character need a mom right well exactly like right. I was just kind of like you know I'll just roll the punches here and so far my kid had only had really good experiences um doing these things like you know he did like an honest commercial and um you know it's just like high profile things where like everything's in order he's on set for like an hour yeah yeah uh-huh. and like we like bank a bunch of college money and we're done and he's yeah. whatever right so um Anyway, cut to the, this acting teacher who's directing the the feature sends me this script, and I'm like a, a tired mom. I'm not like okay, I don't I don't want to read this whole script. And so far, he's only played like the baby. Like there's no like I don't even he really had to like, stretch a lot. No, it's not like oh he's a lawyer in this one, right. or whatever. It's just like it's a baby's a baby. Yeah, playing to right? Type. But he's like nine months at this point, you know. Um, but I'm still like every time I think like I should read the script or at least find the pages he's in, I'm like, it just sounds like homework, like that I don't want right. to do. I'm sure whatever it is, he's playing a baby and that's that. Um so then cut to I get the call sheet and it's like in Lancaster. Ugh. Like no. fucking Lancaster, Ugh. which for anyone who that isn't in California, it's like like an hour outside of Los Angeles kind of. At least, right? Yeah, like it's like the desert. Yeah, too, it's far. Right? Yeah. And um, we have just switched the car seats from like a bucket seat where they're just like a little infant thing to this convertible car seat. And we had it professionally installed. And again, this is like first time mom, first time, you know, with my electric car. Like it all this sort of feels like 
like, why did I make these choices? Like, I could have switched cars oh, with okay. <laughs> All right. my husband, but, like, I had the good car seat yeah. in my car. Right. Yeah. And I was paranoid to switch it. Like, we had just had a professional, like, yes. come and install it. You don't want to like, take it, it out right yourself. Way. You yeah. didn't have a car seat in both cars? Honestly, at the time... I was really, he was, had, your he husband was, was never driving. Him. Okay. Yes. And when he drove him, we would like switch cars. He had, gotcha. a, he had one, but it was like not the good one. Okay. Gotcha. It was like a cheaper mm-hmm. hand me down. Like I had like the brand new, like, you're the safe peg, one. Perigo, safer, <laughs> higher rated one. Yes. Right. right. And, and your baby is the star of the movie. He needs to come in style. <laughs> of course. He needs to be in that <laughs> safe car seat. Car seat. Good yeah. He's a VIP. So again, I already get this like feeling like, you know, that intuition where you're like, don't do this. But I'm like, oh my God, if I bail the night before, Oh, like, like I'm so screwing up production, but I'm like, crap. Okay, fine. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rally. Like it's one day. It's not that big of a deal. We'll get the money and go. Um, and so I, I do the math, and it's sixty miles, like, oh. Oh, like, like fifty or sixty miles to yeah. set. And I'm like, oh my god, like shit. And I have eighty miles, like eighty five right. miles on the car, right? So I, you know, I asked production, like, is there a place to plug in my car when I got there? I explained that I have an electric car, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, there is. Everything should be fine. Okay. I start driving. What I don't realize, because I'm new to having an electric car, that it's like 85 miles if, like, you're going, like, at a normal, right, like, circum, like, normal conditions. Yes. If you're going uphill in wind, yep. if like it's really hot and the AC is on, like there's a lot of conditions that can like drop your mileage yes. super fast. Yes, yes. Every, and, everyone who's had an, an early electric car has had to learn this the hard way. Yes. Right, like this is so obvious now. I know I sound like a complete. No, you no, don't. You don't no, you don't. If, we've, no, we've, if you if it says yes. 85 and and you have to go 60 miles, you think okay, I have 15 miles left. Totally, I get it. Like I, get it. I was like a brand new. You know, I had the car like two months. I hadn't done any like big journeys yet like I just now on my third electric car and it's like yeah obviously like if I'm gonna like drive to Palm Springs in 100 degree heat and go like you know 80 miles per hour like I'm like burn through but like I just didn't know so anyway I'm driving and I realized like and I'm going uphill and there's like desert winds coming at me I have the (sighs) AC going for my baby and I'm realizing I'm not gonna make it like I'm oh it's such a panicky feeling yeah but I'm like already kind of like halfway there and I'm like I don't know what to do so I start trying to like google electric chargers blah 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 there's supposedly one off like pyramid lake like this exit where there's like a lake and boating and I'm like okay great I show up it's like total ghost town there's like (laughs) the remnants of what was once like an electric charging station and I'm like fuckity fuck fuck I have the charger with me and there's like a like a visitor center. I'm like, maybe if I just like, li- I literally pulled my car up onto the curb, like not a parking spot, like yes. aggressively brought my car like into the visitor station. <laughs> yes. Do you have a place I can drive my like, car inside? Yes. And this woman is like, what is happening? And I'm like, I need to charge my car. I have a baby. And she's like trying to help me, but the charger w- is not long enough. It's like almost long enough. Oh God. But not. You can't drive closer no, I'm like literally like in like like minus like driving through a wall. I'm like as close as I can get to like the entrance. Oh, but it still won't reach. It still okay. won't reach to the outlet that's inside the visitor oh. center. Oh, inside. I got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like aggressively just trying to like put my car inside of a building. Right. But it like still won't fit. You're also and you like, have a baby. And I have a baby. And oh. he's trying to get fussy. And I'm like, you know. 
like ugh, like changing his diaper and like nursing on the side of the road. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to trust that there's some angel on my side and I have enough miles to get there because like I'm feeling like it's really cutting it close. But like, OK, if I, I, I you know, I'm just going to try. So we leave. And of course, the address they give me is like wrong and like not like I cannot find it. So I pass set and I'm just in the desert no just in the desert and I'm like where is this place and I'm getting so stressed out and I'm it's like going like it's like making these weird sounds and it's like I can like see it going like 10 miles like five miles and I'm like if I can just get to set if I can just get now I'm like all I want to do is get to set yeah I just want to plug in my car and it just it just dies it's just like And that's it. My car's done. I'm in the middle of the desert. I'm like a pioneer woman now (laughs) standing. There's like there's like tumbleweeds going by. It's like hot desert winds. I take him out of the car seat. He's crying. I'm like literally just like talk about raising Arizona. Like I am the I I am the movie raising Arizona. You're the real standing on the yeah exactly standing on the side of the road. And I'm just like filled with shame. I'm just like what have I done? Like, oh. he doesn't deserve this. I'm the worst mom on the planet. Oh, right. I'm, like, trying to give him, like, any of the leftover snacks I have. Oh, God. I'm literally, like, sitting on the side of this desert road with, like, my tit out, just, like, <laughs> nursing him. <laughs> and I'm calling Set, and I'm like, I don't know where I am. Like, my car is dead. Um, you need to, like, come find me. So then finally they come with a sprinter van, and they're like, sorry, we had other people also have issues with the location. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, if you had other people have issues, like, why, why didn't did you, you call tell- the yes, person right. coming with the goddamn baby? You're the problem. And be like, some people have gotten lost. Like, the address doesn't populate. Because right. you know why? The address was like a dirt mountain. <laughs> the address was nothing. It was like nothing. Literally, it was like a mountain. There, It was just like no man's land. Yeah. Like we were shooting on in like a hill. Right. Like a dirt hill. And I was like, well, of course. Like... So anyway, and, and the whole irony of like me not wanting to like touch the car seat that was professionally yes. installed. I'm now just like in a sprinter van with a loose baby, like rolling <gasps> Wait, around. Oh, you my didn't arms. even. Ha- oh. Because I was like, I don't even know how to like get it out oh, like, wow. of the car. Okay, so now you're holding so it. So now I'm just holding him in like a sprinter van, like driven <laughs> by some like rogue PA. <laughs> right. You know what He's I mean? probably high. Right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, who's like some some other minion student that's like right. been roped into like this cult right of a film, <laughs> right right you know it's all I mean? acting students yeah, yeah. it's totally a hundred percent literally <laughs> and i'm like wh- th- and it's just getting so bad so then they take me up to set and some other pa like goes so liter- your car is just on the side of the road yes. at this point and okay. i've like literally Dead. like had to call triple a to get my car towed to a charging station <sighs> And I'm so mad, and I'm like trying not to cry, but I'm on yes. set. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> everything's fine. But I'm like, can feel that catch in my throat. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to get this over with, like, so bad. But the set was like, again, like, we'd only done really fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. assumed that he would do things by the book, like, because it's not just. Like, there's California child labor laws. Like, you have yeah. to have a studio teacher and a nurse. Right. And there has to be, like, you know, all these these things in place none of that was there it was just a mountain and oh, me no. and my baby and no way out because my car <laughs> oh, no. was towed yeah you're trapped there 
I was trapped. And I was like, there was like no shade. <gasps> there was like nowhere for me to like put him down. I'm just like carrying him everywhere. Because if I put him down, it would be like rattlesnakes and yeah. like, you know, Jesus. like, like just in yes. his mouth. Like, I literally like I couldn't even. And he's not walking. He's like, you know, in the like. Cruising. Sort of crawling, cruising yes. stage. Well, they didn't. They didn't give one second thought to you're bringing a baby. No, they and I'm. They didn't put up a tent that you could go in no. in the shade. No, no, I'm unacceptable. Livid. Unacceptable. <gasps> Livid. And all I want to do is be like, "Fuck you, I'm right. out." But I have nowhere to go. I'm like trapped and like waiting for my car to charge. Unbelievable. And it. Probably would take And I'm up. like, why did I even want to go green? Fuck this. Like, if I had a gas car, none of this would be happening. This is what I get. And like, no good deed goes unpunished. Right. Like, now I'm like the worst mom on the planet. And and I'm like, all right, let's just let's just do this. Like, let's just get this done. And then oh, this is what I get for not reading the script. So it's like, he is a kidnapped baby. Fine. Great. By this gay couple. Fine. Still great. One is in like complete drag in this crazy outfit. Okay, still fine. Great. <laughs> but then the scene, the main scene is he's like loose in the car while this couple is fighting and he's watching them fight and then and then it turns sexual and it's a blowjob and the baby's watching the blowjob. No, what? (laughs) (sighs) Oh, no. And they had to have the baby They literally... They can't cut to the baby without... Like, Like, they're like just filming it all sort of kind of... I mean, they're not filming the blowjob exactly, but they're like miming that part of it. And like... My baby is like literally like just like loose in this beater car, standing up, like holding onto the steering wheel. And I'm like trying to get him to like look over here and like smile and laugh. And like he's just like, and I was like, oh my God, my husband is going to kill me. Right. Like if he finds out like what I've agreed to and done, oh, no. I've never seen the movie. I don't even want to know. Like, what it was. And then, like, I mean, yes, it was, like, all these things. It was, like, and then they wanted him to be, like, asleep, like, loose in the back seat. And it was, like, so many tall asks well, how, how do of, you like, get a, a baby to go to sleep? I somehow, like, did. I, like, walked around until he was, like, sleepy and then, like, gently, like, laid him, like, in the back seat. And then there's, like, an – anyway. So, obviously, the car is um, not ever in action. It's always parked, right? It's always parked. Okay. Okay. Right. <sighs> But loose like, baby, that's those are scary words. Loose totally, baby. totally. Yeah. Um, it was honestly like the most traumatic thing. And then finally, like this PA comes and like drives my car back. But of course, she drove the car back from the charging station with like the parking brake on. Oh and the my car god! Car smells like burnt rubber. Oh my god! And I and I literally the second my car came back, I was like take me down the mountain because you couldn't and there was nowhere I don't even know why they said I could plug in my car because there was just a mountain there was just a mountain there was no inside yeah. there was no. no inside so what yeah what, what I don't even know what they were I don't know again like just honestly, did your car get fully charged you would have been treated better in a cult for sure yeah. right like for Keith sure. Rainier would have I think been a better oh yeah, yeah, yeah. than this yes, uh, there director yeah that and in she the was... end like he got like Two hundred dollars. Oh, <laughs> so mad for you. Account. That was it. Yes, and I drove home like sobbing, and I literally was just like so mad at myself, mostly, but also so mad at like 
my attempt to go green and feeling like I just like it's not worth it. So mad at my it's acting so teacher. Funny. I wound up actually quitting a couple months later Good. because I was like so I was disillusioned. Say, did you say anything to him? Was he he was on set? I, right? I wound up saying something to him like much later. He invited me to the um the film premiere, premiere and then wanted me to like sign some more papers for distribution uh for something and I was like you know, I just have to say, I think this was actually like a really traumatizing experience for me, and I was too embar- like embarrassed to speak up at the uh-huh. time. But like, I can say it now, like that I think that like good, yeah. And I, I kind of like let him have it over good. email a little good, bit. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he react? Um, I mean, he didn't take a lot of liability, but he uh-huh. was like, I understand where you're coming from, and you know, thanks for your support, and like, <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. Very male. Yeah, yeah right, right, like, right. I didn't do anything wrong. Response. Um, oh, she's just an hysterical mother. You should be cooler yes. about me being an asshole. Yeah, for sure. Um, I here's what I want you to do. If your son ever sees this movie, oh my god, I want you to oh say god. that. Paid for your entire college education. Yes, I know. I <laughs> need to go. lie. Good I twist. Need to lie. Good twist. Yes. And did your husband ever find out? Did you ever tell him what the scene was about? No. <laughs> oh, so he, if he listens to this podcast, this is the first time he's going to hear about. We're actually this. been, we're actually separated. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's totally fine. I could, I'll come back on and do a whole podcast about surviving divorce. I'm just not quite there yet. Yeah, no, I, I understand. But there's a lot of content, and it's pretty <laughs> funny. A lot of content. <laughs> a lot of content. The most content. 2023 is the year of content. Oh, um, gosh. No, but like in a good way. Like yeah. in a like, oh, wow, this is a wild, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride content. Wow. Um, no, I never told him because I, you know, I just knew it no, wouldn't. No, you're smart. Yeah. It wasn't worth <laughs> adding so you just, to you the just, shame bucket. Right. You just told him I about, told him the, about car. the car. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. like, you know, how frustrated I was and blah, blah, blah. And like how the movie was like a really bad experience. But I never like explained that like he was watching a blowjob in the movie. Oh well, God. it also wasn't a real blowjob. It was a simulated blowjob. It was job, a simulated right? blowjob. And in your defense, I mean... And your defense, you didn't read the script. <laughs> and your I defense, did not read the script. I did not read the script. <laughs> I mean, listen... I certainly, as a new mom, was out of my mind. Totally. Being organized, like not being together organized and feeling completely like I didn't know. I I still feel like that just in general. And I think I will the rest of my life. Like I don't have it together. But like specifically not reacting how I wish I would in the moment. Oh, yeah. And I I, I think that might be specifically more of a female thing because we don't feel. Oh, for um, sure. Uh, allowed to have the boundaries we're supposed to when somebody's not behaving properly towards us. It's hard for us to put our foot down immediately. Yes. Because we're also, I think, in shock that it's happening. And, and Right. So I was in shock. And, it, yeah, like you're I just kind of like, uh, is this a... Or we don't feel a right, maybe, mm-hmm. to our own anger. So when it's happening, you keep going, this is wrong, right? I This is wrong. I think this is wrong. Uh, yeah, I should right. do... Like, that's, uh, that happens to me a lot where I go, but I question it. Yes. I go, am I crazy? This isn't right. Yes. And then later I look back and go, damn it. I wish I would have yeah. done this, that, and the other. A hundred percent. So yeah. I don't, when you, I hear that, I feel like <laughs> I probably would have done the same thing. Like I don't have a good tendency to step in and at the moment and go, no, this isn't right. I'm not doing this yeah. or this doesn't feel right to me. I think now I'm much better about me it. Me too. But I had to get older and less worried about other people's me too I, I give so much less fucks now I think at the time and I think motherhood 
made it that way. But yeah. I think I was right in that like limbo, that like liminal state of like becoming a mom that like, I mean, look, my bracelet says fuck off right here. Like yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> and you're showing up a set already going through this actually really kind of terrifying experience yeah. alone with a baby who you haven't been a mom to for very long. Right. You're still like. A you're new mom. going through all these stages with a new baby, which is like every week it's like you start to feel like you have mastery over something and then the next week it changes with a baby. Yeah. Right. We're like, oh, I figured out the whole like she wants to feed every three you know, hours. And then it's like, no, nope, right. no, she doesn't. It's ha-ha, two hours I now. Switched it yeah, up. Yeah. Ha-ha, and now I vomit all the time. <laughs> and you're like, wait, you vomit all the time now? <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. That's mom. what I do this week. Oh, next week I'm going to shit all the way up to the back of my neck. Yeah. I also think that, like, by the time, like, that little nagging intuition of, like, this isn't a good idea had gone full throttle and I was like, I'm out, there was no out because I didn't have yeah. my car. Right. So I was like, Jesus. well, now I'm emotionally at the point where I'm, like, I'm I'm ready to walk away and I couldn't. Was yeah. that the last gig your son did? <sighs> no, because I'm a terrible person, but, like, no. Is he young Sheldon? um no but i was extremely picky after that i I was gonna say don't only union like it was like only stuff that was like a big payday or whatever no honestly my son is 16 he's a junior i wish to god we had put him in commercials as a baby i think it's a really brilliant idea because it's great money for college. And then, you, again, you take them out before they're right. conscious of what's going on. Right. So they're not an actor kid. The truth is, too, also, I think that's the last time he ever did, like, like a narrative or, like, someone's feature. Like, mm-hmm. I just like I just wanted the commercial money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Or, like, a print, like, whatever. Just something really, like, lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> and easy. Like, no one, I don't, no more, like... Yeah, I don't think he ever did, like, someone's, like, independent film or, like, you know, ever again. And with the second baby, has he done any work or is he not cute? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you never know. (laughs) Amazing. He's done a little bit as well. He's, like, he he actually wants to be on camera. He's that kid that's, like, take a picture of me, take a video. Oh, new Um, generation. But he's... um, He's like as much as he's like a he's the comedian mm-hmm. in the family and he's like such a performer, but he's also wild. So it's like it's just hard. I, I mean, him on set seems really stressful. He's because five, he doesn't right? take direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was a delight. Such a fun story. Thank you for having An me. An amazing yes. story. Uh, very. Uh, you know what? Fuck being green. That's Fuck what, being green. Right? No. <laughs> I mean, who cares? Oh, man. We're just going to go to Mars, guys. There you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's all going to get figured out. We're all going to move on Mars. So order everything on Amazon and don't recycle. <laughs> right. The end. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Laura, thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you. And we will be right back with What Did We Learn Today? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Christine. Yes. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? I can't wait, to be honest. Okay. Descanso Gardens is a 150-acre botanical garden located in La Cañada, Flintridge, Los Angeles. 
Uh, it features a wide area, mostly forested, with artificial streams, ponds, lawns, and more influencers than should be allowed in one place. <laughs> one sleeping child. Dance like no one's watching, except your mortified child. <laughs> Dabbing is the term used to describe the act of vaporizing cannabis concentrates for consumption, and dabs are the concentrates. Have a good darn day. Is that is that a knitting joke? I think it's from the it's voicemail. It's from the voicemail. Oh, it's from the voicemail. <laughs> Have a good darn day. But also darn your socks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was back to Alex and her, um, but it wasn't. Anyway, uh, and her knitting. Yes. Yes. Any. She crochets, but that's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I know there's a it's it's it's, it's very it's different. It's like Episcopals and Protestants. I'll never know the difference. So they're the same thing to me. Oh, I think one does Knitting. one thing and one does the other right. thing. But you know, we don't know much about it. I don't. Um, what a delightful time we've had today. Such a delight. Gosh, I've had fun. Haven't you? So much fun. I can't wait to have more fun with you next time. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Right. Until next time, remain calm. Please do. Let's. Say, I didn't say it with you. That was. Wrong. Oh, I feel I didn't like sick it. inside. Let's yeah. try that again. Until next time, remain, remain calm. calm.